0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha-Ann Simons. True greatness cannot be measured. It can only be admired, appreciated, and replicated to the best of one's ability. That was just one of many tributes rolling out to honor J.W. Smith, who died this month at the age of 84. When Smith retired as the legendary head football coach at Percy L. Julian High School on Chicago's southwest side, he was one of the winningest coaches in history. He then went on to become a social justice activist and innovator as head of athletics for Chicago Public Schools. Even then, Smith was still affectionately known as coach. Here he is back in 2013. He's on WBEZ's afternoon shift with Nyla Boodoo, discussing what football means for young people. I wonder what lessons you wanted to impart to your students as they were learning. It wasn't just about football, was it? Uh, well, first
1: of all, that I cared about them. Uh, second of all, I knew what I was doing. and. Uh, You know, you look around every time I go out in the street, I see somebody that they call me and we speak, we talk. We have youngsters who are professional, who are judges and lawyers and and everything, entrepreneurs that came through football. And they learn how to conduct themselves, they learn how to be tough against tough issues, and uh, I attribute all of that to playing football.
0: And we have brought together some special guests to discuss Smith's legacy and the immeasurable impact he had on thousands of Chicagoans. To start us off is Will Smith, J.W. Smith's close friend and his longtime assistant coach. He's currently a security consultant. Will, welcome to Reset.
2: Thank you. Thank you, Sasha.
0: Tell us, how and and when did you meet J.W. Smith?
2: I had the opportunity to be blessed to meet him in 1967 at Kimwood High School. I was a student athlete at Kimwood High School when he came over to be the physical education teacher at Kimwood and football coach.
0: And I'm hearing uh, everyone called you Lil Coach. Is that right? Yes. (laughs) (laughs)
2: You um... based on uh, we the two Smiths and uh, so Coach Smith and Lil Coach Smith.
0: (laughs) Little Coach Smith. So many years together at Kenwood, uh, most prominently at Percy L. Julian High School. I've been told that there was something unique about Julian or PLJ. Can you talk about what made those years so special?
2: The years we had an opportunity to coach. Several hundred student athletes at the school coming from the different parts of the city. And we had the opportunity, Dr. Smith and I, to put all of that together and make them responsible adults in the world today.
0: Well, as you, uh, you reflect on all the decades as J.W. Smith's friend, tell us what influence he had on your life, even up to the time of his passing
2: yes uh he was more so like a uh like a father figure to me uh, a little deeper than the friendship it went a little deeper than that because he took me under his wing as i said as a student at kenwood high school um uh, and uh and i kind of flirted as a student athlete i kind of flirted with street life okay meaning that i was still had some activities out here uh Want to be with and stay in the hood and work with the guys in the hood doing different things. Uh, not so much a lot of gang banging, but just identifying with discreet life. And uh, Dr. Smith rescued me from that. And what I mean by that is that he kept me involved at Kenwood. He, if I had to be at practice. you want to make sure that I was at practice as a student athlete. And, mm-hmm. and when I finished practicing, I was a basketball player. He didn't have a football team at Kenwood at that time. He came over to start the football program, and then he started that officially. I joined him the year after I graduated uh, from that. But he, uh, up until the... Till the him leaving here a oh, week before then I had the pleasure of uh, going to his house having breakfast with him oh. as he was preparing to the wife and his uh, daughter was preparing to get him in a, a uh, facility to help him with his uh, dementia and uh, we sit there and talk uh, we we hashed over some old times uh, his mind was Still pretty sharp, yeah. uh, you know. Just unfortunate that this illness that he was going through had some ups and downs with that. So I, I said, uh, Doc, let's let's take a walk in the neighborhood because uh, he was started walking back and forth, pacing the floor.
3: Mm-hmm. So we
2: left out of his house and we, we walked from sixty third and Harper uh, to sixty third and Dorchester. Uh, from 63rd in Dorchester back over to Stony Island and back up to his house. So we got in a little over a mile walk that day and just uh, reminiscing because that's the neighborhood I grew up in. and Yeah. And when he, uh, when I was a senior, he made sure he would come down that street. I would say, oh, that old Dr. Smith, come Smith. <laughs> and so I had to jack up my my boots, uh, Scrap, and be on the right with him.
0: So, yes, you had to keep uh, up he, the pace.
2: <laughs> yes, and, and what he expected out of all the guys that he had touched in his lifetime.
0: If you're just tuning in, we are recalling the legacy of J.W. Smith with some of his closest friends and colleagues. The former Chicago football coaching legend and CPS administrator passed away this month at the age of 84. I want to bring another voice into the conversation. Uh, Former Chicago Public Schools CEO Paul Vallis. Now, he hired J.W. Smith to oversee all of the city's athletic programs. He's co-founder of the consultancy Vallis Group, Inc. Hi, Paul. Welcome back to Reset. Well, thanks for having me. How did you become acquainted with Smith? It seemed like the two of you really clicked.
3: Well, you know, when Mayor Daley appointed me CEO of the Chicago Public Schools in 1995, and it was somewhat of a controversial appointment because the mayor had gotten complete control over the school. So this was kind of unprecedented for the time. I connected with uh, one of Chicago's legendary coaches, the great Roy Curry, who was a longtime coach at Robeson High School. And Roy said, we've got to have a meeting with the coaches because we want to give you the benefit of the doubt and we want to support you, but we want to hear your vision for the uh, system. So I had this meeting with all the coaches, all the veteran coaches. And you have to understand, people like J.W. Smith or Coach Cox, who also passed away about a year and a half ago, famous coach from King, Uh, Roy Curry and others, Coach Johnson, Lewis, I mean, these guys uh, – These were great coaches who worked in the vineyards for all those years in some of the poor schools under some of the most trying conditions, tiny stipends, not a lot of coaching support, and they just dedicated decades to these schools. And in so many of these schools, these coaches were the role models. These coaches were coaches. They were teachers. They were fathers. They were disciplinarians. There is so much to those institutions. And I met with them. And obviously, we talked about a lot of things, just not athletics. But I said, who should I pick to run the athletic programs? Who do you respect the most? Who can lead us back to the promised land, so to speak, when it comes to sports and athletics and health and wellness? And they all said to a person, J.W. Smith. Mm -hmm. So I met J.W. Smith because these group of veteran coaches said J.W. is the most respected. He's the most gifted. He's the most temperate. (laughs) You know what I mean? He's he's the best of the best. And so that's how I was introduced. And, of course, I appointed him, made him director, and we never – skipped a beat. I mean, he was so smart, so gifted, so talented, yet so patient. And he never raised his voice. He was just absolutely extraordinary. And when I left the Chicago Public Schools, um, I don't know whether he retired on his own or I had heard that they had forced him to retire, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, JW came to Philadelphia with me because I was superintendent in Philadelphia after the state takeover. And he came in, and I connected him with Philadelphia's version of J.W. Smith, another famous coach, Coach Cowan. And he literally worked with Coach Cowan to establish many of the same programs that he had established in the Chicago Public Schools. So he, he worked with me, commuted back and forth from Chicago. So he, he not only left an extraordinary imprint, On Chicago, on the Chicago community, on his fellow coaches, obviously on the students, his children uh, that he served for so long. But he was extraordinarily important to the athletic reforms we did in Philadelphia, too.
0: Well, you mentioned the imprint he'll leave behind. Just tell us briefly what you see as his legacy. Well, I think his legacy,
3: let's talk about the material legacy. The upgrading of the sports facilities, the renovating of the stadiums, uh, finally a recognition that we need to provide the coaches with a reasonable stipends, although in comparison with many suburban districts, still far too low. The expansion of the coaching staffs, the creation of the middle grade programs. And the expansion of sports into non-traditional areas like golf and tennis and things of this nature. Uh, I think all those are actual physical legacies of J.W. Smith. But more important than those legacies was just in our school system, our coaches not only were great athletic directors, but they also played a major role in not only serving as role models for the kids but they helped maintain the schools. They helped maintain the school climate. They were much more than just coaches. When, yeah. their, you know, when their coaching time was over, they were counseling kids. They would participate in crisis intervention teams. He really taught and embodied among a whole new generation of coaches the importance of being more than just an athletic director and really being a counselor. And, yeah. and for so many kids, being not only a mentor, but in many cases, being a father
0: figure. Joining us now is one of Coach Smith's former star players. Carl Boyd played for him in the 1980s. He's currently the Cook County Circuit Court Judge for District 6. Judge Boyd, welcome to the show.
4: Good uh, morning, and thank you for having me.
0: As I mentioned, you played for Coach Smith. So talk about your years at PLJ and and what it was like to play for him.
4: I played for uh, Dr. J.W. Smith from 1979 to 1983. Uh, J.W. Smith was a visionary. He was profound and poetic in his words. Although they were sometimes uh, tempered with love, (laughs) uh, what he did is he set the atmosphere and the culture in our school. It was not good enough, insufficient nearly to be good or to be average. For J.W. Smith, you had to uh, think big, play big, but most of all live big. He spoke about five major institutions in our society, religion, religion, Um, family, education, political, and economy. And somehow he managed to integrate those conversations in everyday practice. And he taught us that football is not merely something to be played on the gridiron. Football was the game of life.
0: I want to listen to another clip of, of Smith. This is from his 2013 appearance on WBEZ's Afternoon Shift. Here he lays out one of his creative ideas to transform life for young people. Take a listen.
1: It's amazing the number of kids locked up in a juvenile detention center. And then they come out, they get paroled or put out on the streets, and they fall right back into the same old mold, and they'll be back. Our last board president asked me to give him some thoughts on that. And what I came up with is that when a youngster faces a parole or or release from the detention center, He does so making sure that he participates in an extracurricular activity. If he doesn't sign up for an extracurricular activity, they don't release him. Then that puts him back into the coach who cares about him, who challenges him, who drives him, and kids who are his family. And you change all of his values. You change him around, and you save a youngster. Uh, the recidivism rate is, is ridiculous, but with a situation where they come out of detention into a sports program, can change all of that.
0: Judge Boyd, what goes through your mind after hearing him just now, especially since you play a part in running our justice system?
1: Well, I concur with Coach Smith.
4: Success is no accident, it is intentional, it's deliberate, it's calculated. And what Coach Smith did is use athletics as the tool to capture the attention and the mind of of, uh, students. Who doesn't like to play basketball? Who doesn't like to play football? Who doesn't like to participate in the band or be a cheerleader? He utilized those extracurricular activities to capture the attention of the children. And once he had your attention at that point, then he could build you into becoming a productive citizen uh, here in our great state of Illinois. We were taught that there were no shortcuts. Uh, in life, and there you no know, apologies and no excuses. So, to Coach Smith, to be a champion not only pertains to being a champion in sports, athletics, or some extracurricular activity, he wanted you to be a champion in life. Mm. And what I have discovered is that during my time on the bench, I have very few, if any, uh, former athletes uh, who are truly committed to the sport, whatever sport that may be. I have very few athletes come before me. And I believe there's a reason for that. Most of the issues that we we face in our society, unfortunately, they happen between the hours of, say, 2 o'clock and 6 p.m. That's when most of the deviant behavior occurs in our young children, high school-age children. Well, between 2 p.m. and and 6 or 7 p.m., we were always at football practice. So we had no room. There was no room for any uh, deviant behavior if you were a Jaguar, and I believe that it was true in 1979, and it is true today. If you are at football practice, band practice, cheerleading practice, you have absolutely no time for any deviant behavior, and I'm grateful to all that Coach Smith did for me personally and for my teammates because he changed our way of thinking. Yeah, uh, He changed our perception of life and our circumstances.
0: That was Judge Carl Boyd. Now, before we leave you today, we're going to end with thoughts from our senior producer, Steve Bynum, on the passing of legendary Chicagoan J.W. Smith. Now, Steve played football for Coach Smith at Julian High School, and he recorded this tribute for us.
5: A truly great man passed away when we lost Dr. J.W. Smith, Coach. The thing about great leaders is that they can see things that the rest of us can't see. And he saw something in me that I did not see in myself In spite of the fact that I was a a nerdy mama's boy with the disposition of a college professor, he drove me, instructed me, demanded of me, expected of me. He is the reason why I won a football scholarship to the University of Notre Dame. About eight, nine years ago, we went out to dinner, and I was able to look him in the eye and tell him how much he meant to me. You know, on the southwest side where I grew up, for so many of us, it was like being in a wilderness. There were many dangers, predators, wolves. And in that regard, Dr. Smith was our shepherd, our good shepherd. He kept all those wolves at bay. There are countless numbers of us who would be in the grave or in the pit of the prison industrial complex, if not for him. And Coach Smith, along with his assistants, Coach Curtis Brown, Coach Lee Harrison, Coach Will Smith, they were all our shepherds. They all kept us from harm's way. They all led us to greener pastures. He was a good shepherd and we certainly heard his voice. And his voice resonates in my head today when I'm tired, when I need to reach deep down within myself and pull out my best, I hear his words echoing in my mind. If you think you're cold, you're cold. If you think you're tired, you're tired. It's mind over matter. Even now at age 54, I hear the words of my shepherd. He is a man with many sons, many daughters, more than anyone can count. And We've lost our father. We've lost our coach. We've lost our shepherd. And no matter who you are or where you are, whether you played for Coach Smith or not, if you went to Percy L. Julian High School, you are a jaguar, a jaguar for life. Dr. Smith planted in all of us who came within his fear an audacity that we should dare to demand and fight for our place in the world. I say this not to boast, but only that you understand and take the measure of this man. I have been blessed to shake hands with two presidents of the United States, Vice President of the United States I've shaken hands with a Pope and three mayors of the city of Chicago I've climbed the great pyramids of Egypt and knelt in prayer before the bones of St. Peter in Rome at the Vatican and it is no exaggeration to say that none of this happens none of it were it not for my parents and were it not for my coach our good shepherd Dr. J.W. Smith Thank you coach We love you Rest in peace